Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Welcome to TFLP episode 497. I'm Lucas. I'm joined tonight by Catherine. Hello. And Anna. I was really confused when you did to say microcasters after TFLP. I was like, what? Where's the microcasters? Well, and, and this week I actually played the TFLP song, whereas like last last week I started off with microcasters by accident. So, so we're one up here. Although we have a couple, uh, uh, you know, two of the three microcasters this week, so. Yeah. I just haven't been on the main show in so long. I just haven't heard you say just TFLP in a while. That is true. It's shocking. So, uh, Zaldron, I guess, is starting off with Book Club. So, Book Club is going to be Visionaries <laughs> again. Three through five. So, that just, you guys are, you know. I I thought that you guys should start book club like however many years ago that you started so that you could like Anna would it would actually incentivize her to actually read through more than meets the eye and lost light and you still have not accomplished that objective. You're still well, we like, read all of lost more than meets the eye. We're on lost yeah, light now. Yeah, we're going in order. So going in chronological order, learning the whole story. Including the Visionaries crossover. No matter how much we fight against it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that break for Kiss players, though. That was yeah. like book clubs. That was book clubs peak, basically. We can't do better than that. But we have to introduce... Who's our fourth person, Rob? Oh, hi. It's Rob. Oh, did we not introduce Rob yet? Oh, yeah, this Rob no. guy. <laughs> so, yeah. Kind of forgot his name. <clears throat> So, anyway, uh, so yeah, Book Club, if you want to check that out, that is uh, Sunday nights at 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central, so, on the TF Talk Discord. It's fun. So. Catherine and I are there. No other cast members. Well, I think Christian is like, popped in every once in a while, right? Like, once a year? Once? No? Twice? Once yeah. ever. Not once ever. Hey, that's one more time than I have, so. Remember when we had a Shattered Glass comic show? I did. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. But it was so bad, everybody's like, nah, I'm not doing this. I'm so bad at the software I gave up. Running streaming software is stressful. I don't know how you guys deal with that. It is. So, yeah. 
you know it's it, every time that whatever gets messed up audio video streaming you know it's, it's very stressful i think it's stressful because you can't test that it's working until you're live and then like and you have a delay on feedback on hey something's messed up and so it's just like now you're trying to you know open heart surgery while the patient's staring at you saying come on so yeah could, that is true if you could verify that everything was 100 percent good beforehand it'd be awesome but alas that's, that's the hard thing with you know doing everything live is that if whatever goes wrong you just have to kind of deal with it so yep Oh, well, but I appreciate having, you know, the audience and live feedback, uh, you know, when we're actually doing the show here, as we talk about if you could only collect one line, what would it, what would it be? And we already have an answer to that, which is Transformers Animated, which I think that's a pretty good, that's a hmm. pretty good response already. Yeah, so before the show, Rob was saying that, I think it was Rob who said it is that you can just kind of, you know, you can choose how you draw your lines, right? If you want to, if you want to draw it narrowly at one continuity, one set of figures, you can do that, sure. Well, you know, the genesis of this topic, like I was kind of thinking about was if someone was, you know, getting into Transformers for the first time, say that you're like a big Star Wars collector, Marvel Legends, whatever it may be, and you're like, oh, you know, like I did Transformers when I was a kid. Like, I want to get back into it. Where do I start at? That was kind of the thought, you know, with this. But then somehow. That's a very different back. answer. Is it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I would say the, turn back. That's what I would tell them. The run. Run. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is true. I don't know. Like, which would be worse? collecting transformers or like marvel legends or star wars like i mean they're all just like like just the amount of product that comes out for I mean, all of those legends is way worse simply because the fucking things will not stand to <laughs> save your life i mean you can unless you buy like 15 dollars stands for every single one of them they're going to fall over all I the time think, i would think star wars is the worst because it has all those big ships that's a lot of space but you could have the coolest display if you put the time into it. You could. That would be a lot of work. You could say that about the everything, though. Yeah, but I think there'd be more payoff because not too much else has like you know so many big set pieces or vehicles. I don't. Star Wars is such a bummer though because it doesn't hold its value like other things do. Oh. <coughs> horrible. Value, value. Like if somebody asked me, I'm going to collect today. I would tell them, go to Walmart and buy, you know, the mainline stuff. Easy, hands down. Depends. You know, that's that's, that's where I would start, just because it's it's very accessible, and it's generally affordable. You know, like compared to different things, you can get really good, you know, twenty five dollar figures, which is you know kind of the baseline. Although you know, there's still core class or I don't know whatever they call it now. You know, some of those I... are cool too. I agree with that, but I've been seeing a reasonable amount of people who have been selling giant lots of everything from Siege upwards with messages like, I've decided to go to Masterpiece, or I've decided to go to Legends, or I've decided to buy a car or a home. 
and stop a doing this. Right? I, I've seen a lot of like, you know, I bought everything mainline and then I realized there was other stuff. So I kind of get what Catherine's saying about like, maybe you don't want to just jump right into <laughs> mainline because if you looked around and smelled all the flowers, you might like the other ones better. Yeah, I think I think Legends would be a great place to start if you were rebooting. Well, or somebody new coming in, you know, you've got you can get almost everybody in Legend scale now that you can in any of the others. It's really expensive though. True. The one, the one thing That's I don't lot. like about Legends is I just don't feel like they display as well as like some of the like I think that if you have all legends, like you could have a really cool display over like two or three bookshelves that looks really neat, but like it just, I don't know, like it just doesn't seem as impressive to me. Um, like, cause I was into legends. Well, I don't know. I feel like I've been into everything at some point, right? And I was into legends at one point, and I think Rob gave me crap about when I got out of legends. Uh, but you're like, because when is- you got into it, I told you what was going to happen, and then it did. Like, It'd be different if it was like seven years later you changed your mind, but it was like a year, which is totally what I called. Yeah. So they need set pieces. Legends figures need something to display with. Titans like, are great can... for that. Titans are great for that. I have one display set up with my legends, you know, riding and playing on my Titans, and then over my left shoulder I have my scene in box display that I built a little factory for them to hang out in. And that looks nice. Like they need, they need a place to be. They need something to stand on, something to help them have a place to be. They don't do as well with the line with everybody standing and the plain pose all in a line. They don't do that very well. On the plus side, a lot of the dioramas and backdrops out there easily cater to, uh, and accessories easily cater to legend scale. They really do. Like those scene and box sets, like those just look right. You know, it just fits just correctly with Legends figures. And a few years ago, Zeta Toys had a bar scene set that was legend scaled. Yep. I think if if someone was asking me this and like, I feel Legends is an advanced class, (laughs) You, you know, because like the second you have to get into third party, I think that's a step ahead. You know, if somebody's like, you know, I'm really into trans or, you know, I think they're cool and I want to start collecting some of them. Where should I start? I want to start them off on the beginner course, which is what can you find at Walmart and Target? You know, and then like if they get really into it and they're like I want something more, that's when I think you start like a hey, let's talk about third party, you know, which has a variety of skills. Um, like and I think that's when Legends comes in. Progressions like there's really kind of been a couple progressions where I think that one, you have people where they do mainline. And then they go, you know, maybe they go to TFCon or they go to TF Expo or just something like that. And they see some of the like third party stuff that's based, you know, this kind of chug, but it's like the MMC or Planet X and some of those. And they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's nicer. I like that. Like that looks cooler. And so then they might dabble a little bit and buy like one or two of these and then you know five years later they're i mean i would highly recommend if somebody was like getting into it now to either find a friend you know or dabble around a bit get a little bit of everything that catches your eye and if you want to go you know i want to get everything but i want it all to go together then you know make a decision because there's tons of it out there 
I feel like it's really hard to be a completionist. I know, like, Rhonda mentioned that about being careful of mainline for completionism. Like, <clears throat> I feel like that is the case with, like, everything. All of them. Is everything. that the problem is, is if you want to be a completionist, it's really hard to go back and get XYZ figure in anything. Because all the legends from five years ago is crazy expensive all the masterpiece like i mean there's certain things that aren't as expensive but like there's certain ones where it's like there's oh, plenty that are all all lines yeah all of them and and that's even true of the mainline too i mean there's plenty of yep. of mainline some of those exclusives go get me gears so go get me a gears it's like a like a 12 dollar figure i think it's like 40 50 bucks now last but that was like two years ago when i last looked who knows what it is now but that's not even talking like green light is crazy no. expensive. I mean, there's, um, <laughs> and it's of, terrible. Yeah. I've right. only not sold it because of how valuable it is. It just feels like, but you have it right now, Anna, and it's a, it's a lady robot. You should keep it, but it's stupid trash. And it's such trash. That set is such trash and I still have them all as well. Yep. The Megatronia is much more me. interesting. I love that Megatronia. She, she is what she is a forever toy. Mine They're never going to make her again. Mine came with two left fists. Oh, oh, no. Like, what are you going to do? Hit up to car to get one? Right. I don't care. Right. And it's like, what am I going to do? It I'm going to return they, it. They might surprise you. Send them, send them an, an, an on paper letter. They might turn around and like ship you a fist one way or another. What? 40 cents for a stamp? I don't know. What's international mail? a little more <laughs> Probably a little yeah. more another area third party does really good at though would be if somebody new had uh had a character a favorite character like i used to know a guy that he would prowl everything prowl prowl is his thing i wouldn't recommend to i mean you know sure mainline prowl is nice but i mean i would stay away from like the top five the top seven because i think you will never ever finish Prowl might be okay. I don't know. But like Optimus Prime, Megatron, Bumblebee, oh. Starscream, like probably even Soundwave, like you would go insane trying to do it. I don't, I don't know about Prowl. I'm not sure. But I feel like, you know, you get a pretty steep drop off in like random merch at that point. Can you imagine if you decided to become a Bumblebee character collector in like 2005 or something like that? Like before, <laughs> before the movie hit, you're like, all right, I'm going to get every version of this one. And then like, oh crap. Because I, I think there may be almost as many Bumblebees as Optimus Primes now. I mean, it's, it's nuts. So, but yeah. So I guess the if your friend is, still has all the prowls, have them post it to the Transformer Character Collections Facebook group. That'd oh, be that's cool. always fun. Yes. And, and make sure that it doesn't include the G1 version. <laughs> For extra trolling. So. But. I, I really like the, the idea of going and visiting a friend. Like, if you had that option, like, if you can find a local Transformers group and find, you know, even if you can go to, like, the, the local swap meet. I look at the toys. I actually get to see them in person before you really decide what you're going to go in on. If you're a new person coming in, like, you know, if you were a friend of mine, you could come over like Catherine did this summer and see everything. And you can, you can sample every single line. Cause I own some of everything. 
just a big playground. But really, they, they though, is, the that, is that box. actually good advice? Is that, like, a good thing? Because, you know, you did this yourself, Anna, like, how many years ago mm-hmm. with, with us, where you met us at a convention, and then, like, true. financially, this has probably not been a great decision for you. It has not. That is accurate. I mean, like, ultimately, I would tell people, don't look at a line. Buy what you like. You know, but at the end of the day, like, you know, we've talked about it on many an episode. At some point, you get full. And you start saying, well, I like more than I have space for. What can I do to focus my collection more? And I think that's when you start saying, well, I'll pick a line. You know, and you, and you probably still keep a little bit of everything, you know, but it's like, here's a little bit of, you know, the the variety. And then here's the rest, you know, which is all much a little more consistent. But, I think that's really the main thing is, is like when you first get in, like you can almost have a tendency to go crazy and not be focused and so that's the thing is like the advice to anyone getting into this is make sure to you know like don't go too fast and be you know more focused so you don't want you don't want to get disappointed with you're like why the hell did i get all this like movie crap or just whatever it may be (laughs) you know that you buy they're just like oh god like i have a pile of what have i done over there yeah what have i done you ship a box of regret to nick you know i don't know when you all started uh that might be fun um i got back into it in 2002 or 2001 2002 something like that oh, probably 2002 um and that was a pretty good time like i can't imagine getting into it now like you are so so hard to catch up you, you know if you want a lot of stuff that's been if you want anything really um it's a really hard to catch up but i started off with the big lots the bleh, big lots knockoffs Remember they have the combiner knockoff sets? I went and bought a bunch of those because they were like 10 bucks, you know, and I got to experience a version of them. You know, and I was a college kid. I didn't have any money. Um, that and the uh, trans, uh, Takara's, uh, the book reissues, the G1 book reissues were coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was able to buy those. And like, it wasn't, you know, I had to go back and collect the ones I'd missed, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, 50 deep or whatever it ended at. You know, it, was, it wasn't too bad. Um, and that's what got me started. G1 reissues and knockoffs just to kind of pad out the numbers for a while. You know, and that's, when did Armada come out? When was that? Uh, would it be O2? Is that right? It was around when I started. I just don't remember. It was a exactly. one or O2. And like, I was like finishing high school. You know, that's kind of when I felt like Transformers started coming back to the U.S., like looking historically. Um, really, and that wasn't a hard line to, to collect comparatively. You know, like you could buy every Armada toy if you didn't buy the repaints, and like it'd fit on a shelf or two, I think like two or three shelves, something like that. But then, like you know, Energon took up more shelves, and then Cybertron took up even more. It's like you know, it started growing. Then, of course, the movies happened, and now you're forever screwed. But that's what started me. Says it was 2003. Okay. You know, I don't know. I think that if you, if you're um, patient and not picky, I don't think it's necessarily a bad time these days to get into collecting because, like, a lot of the main characters, they're always kind of, you know, releasing the next version, the next version. 
uh, all that. So as long as you're okay waiting, like you could probably, you know, wait, like, you know, get your Optimus Prime and, and uh, a version of Bumblebee and Megatron and yada yada, you know, that kind of stuff. And then kind of wait it out as they like release some of the other stuff. Like if you're talking mainline, and then I feel like in general, Masterpiece has never been like, like I'm trying to think of how many characters that like, if you're just doing Takara Masterpiece, and you're not doing third party, right? How many are where the price is really inflated? Like there might be a few, like if you wanted to do Star Saber, I guess, uh, I don't know if Grapple maybe, like I haven't looked at prices lately. On yeah, I have no idea. Stuff, but like, I feel like in general, I honestly think. I think in that case, it really does depend on if it was knocked off. I feel like that the ones that were knocked that off, definitely matters. they just didn't go up in price anymore once they got knocked off. Like the um, the Autobot cars, like Prowl and Willjack, and basically all of them are worth less than they came out for. Whereas like the Beast Wars figures that took a while to get knocked off were going up in price. And who knows what will happen to them now that they're getting knocked off. And it also depends on what color you want. Like, if you want anime Wheeljack, I don't know that that got knocked off versus, you know, the standard version. I'm not sure. The pluses. Yeah. Well, except for when it's not, and the main release is the cartoon, and the plus is the toy version. Yeah. Yay, consistency. Yeah, if you're willing to go go the KO route, KOs can definitely help, help you fluff out whatever you're missing for rarity. I mean, I know I did that originally, like when I was collecting Masterpiece, I think at the time when I first got into it, just to see if I liked it, I bought a couple of the, the knockoff versions. And I mean, they're, they're not actually bad. Like the Masterpiece, I actually think it's, kind of bad. I think it's actually kind of bad for Takara because like all those knockoff versions, like it's hard to tell the difference unless you're really looking at it. Um, that's why they've affected the price because they are the same product and if you if you don't feel a moral owl when you get them then what's stopping you you know yeah if you if if morality is the problem then it comes down to if you've done your best to buy the prop the the correct product legitimately and it's just due to rarity out of your out of out of normal reach then go with a ko you tried I think it's, I mean, I don't know. I, it's buying toys. I don't really care. At the end of the day, yeah. one of them is not important. Um, but, like, to me, the only time it's, I really even consider it's, like, if the main, if the original version is still being manufactured and it's still in stock, mm-hmm. you know, at normal price, like, that's when it's, like, well, you're really, at that point, you're hurting the line. But when it's, like, oh, you know, X figures, they haven't made it in years. They're not, they don't have a reissue coming out or anything. I'll grab this knockout knockoff that's either in stock or being made. You know, why not? At that point, you're not hurting their bottom line. It maybe yeah. maybe it hurts them doing a re a reissue later because it lowers demand. But I mean I guess that'd be it, but that's you know some tea leaves at that point. So that, honestly, if you were trying to collect knockoffs. Hey, that was going to be my answer. If we actually went through and each gave our answer, I was going to be like, I would collect weird knockoffs. Like my wanna, cool transforming dinosaurs. Do we want to do that? And you lead us off? Uh, I mean, sure. 
Like, okay, so if I really was only allowed to keep one thing, that one line, I would definitely say, like, strange and interesting knockoffs would probably bring me the most joy out of everything I get. Like, I really do have fun with stuff like this. Like, but not just, like, the plain knockoffs, you know, like, not like an MP knockoff, because that's just, that's just the MP figure, but with some paint errors, or the faces on sideways, or something. This is truly extravagantly bizarre, little dinosaur splits open, and has a man head come out, it's just goofy as hell. It's a Jurassic Park knockoff, for God's sakes. So, that is, that's definitely my wheelhouse. If would I you, had to pick just one thing. Would you miss not having, you know, like basic representation of a lot of the core cast? <laughs> no, not really. Not really. I'm You're really good. upset about myself is that I don't like, okay. So it doesn't really matter so much to me like this right like this is a really cool i held up the new age black ironhide guy this is not ironhide to me this is a cool black band guy who's just a really neat mold and a really fun figure i really don't care that this guy doesn't have fiction or anything he's just a really cool toy in fact i like his counterpart the taxi van even more who has even less characterization so no, not really. Like I used to hunt down like my favorite character from various lines, like you know from an anime I liked, I would get my favorite character as a toy, or from a cartoon series I liked, I would get my favorite character as a toy. But Transformers has just always been about just like the toy, the experience of the transforming figure. Like I have my favorite character as a toy, but I also have a million other ones. So I wouldn't miss that, no. I would miss normal toys, though. Like, I do enjoy them a lot, but I would say if I only got to keep one thing, I would keep my oddities. But we have to include things that are just, like, weird lines from other cultures. Like, I have that Chinese toy line bus that transforms into a really large transform. It's a school bus. Like, and, you know, it's like that big. I love that thing. I couldn't give that up. That would have to or be. Or your bug perfect. that transforms into a baby carriage or something. It's one of the best things of my collection. My baby carriage moth. It's so good. My toilet transformers. Yeah, see. I mean, if, if toilet, I could, toilet robots that convert. If I could only collect oddities and KOs, I would get to have those. Right? No regrets. I can have the toilet. So yeah, that's what I would do. Because it's just fun. Like They're the things I have the most just raw, stupid fun with. What about you, Rob? Um, I mean, you know, anybody that has listened to the show before, <laughs> you know, probably knows that I'm masterpiece and vintage, like mostly like hardcore mostly um between those two would be really tough um but if i'm honest with myself i would probably pick masterpiece over the vintage um i mean i i, I do love my vintage a lot because and there's a lot of stuff that doesn't have representation anywhere but vintage um 
and a lot of them are fun. A lot of them are unique. Um, a lot of them are dorky, and I like the dorkiness too. Um, but at, at the end of the day, I think it's because with what I enjoy, if that's all I have, then I'm going to want something that's going to hold my attention longer. You, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's like there's they're more complex. There's more to them. They have, you know, more presence. And I'm already sick of that word. I've heard it so many times. Um, but they do. Um, you know, versus, you know, you know, chug stuff, standard stuff. Like I get more bored of those transformations a lot quicker. You know, like I still like them. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, but, you know, it's like, end of the day, I can, the masterpiece stuff is going to, it takes more of my time, like in a good way. Like it gives me more puzzle to keep figuring out. You know, if we, you come to one of the more complex ones, as long as it's not, there are different ways things are complex. Some are like the car and masterpiece stuff. I think all of them are wonderful transformers. Like I find them all pretty intuitive, even for the more complex ones, they're still good. And then there's some third party stuff where it's complex and it's trash and I hate it, but it looks really nice, you know, but it's cause like tolerances or cl- usually clearance is the biggest problem when stuff should move over there, but you're having to bend pieces around. Because then when you're messing with it, you don't know if you're really supposed to be doing that or not, unless, you know, watch a video or something. Um, and I don't like that. I like to be able to figure out the puzzle, just me. Um, that's ultimately where I would end. And, and to be clear, like I'm saying Masterpiece with third parties help. You know, like just a car Masterpiece would be, there's just not enough there. Um, they're missing so much stuff. But if you throw in third party, there is not much that doesn't have representation from the G1 cartoon, you know, at least the U S cartoon, um, not counting maybe through, rebirth through season three. I would say yeah. Probably. Yeah. Through th- season three, other than like the combiner sets, you pretty much got everything. If not multiple options and you got a lot of human characters and you got a lot of, like I got doc, uh, you know, you get like a lot of some of the ancillary stuff, um, you know, Beast Wars, third party's helping out as well, uh, but it's still kind of sad that we don't even have the season one cast yet. I mean, it's 10 toys. Come on. <laughs> what, what are we doing here? Um, but I think that's where it'd have to be. I feel like it's kind of odd on the Beast Wars masterpiece where it seemed like they were going pretty hot and heavy for a while, and then they've just really slowed down on that. They were giving us one new mold a year on the Beast Wars stuff, like pretty reasonably consistently. Um, it, with some repaints thrown in there um, and remolds and you know, whatever. Um, and then they've dried up the past couple of years. And then they did the same thing with G1 where they went quiet for a few years or like a year or two or something like that. And then it's like, hey, here's three new, including this big new Optimus Prime. But they're busy right. working on trains. Yeah, <laughs> I, those, those amazing so trains. disappointed in those things. I just put together uh, the Moon Studios one actually yesterday, last night. He's a chonker. He is so huge. Like I'm, I'm scared to stand him up though. Like it's not that he's not well made or anything, but it's just he's big and heavy. You don't want something like that falling over, you, you know. But take out a cat. But, it, it's so funny with that that set because I look at it compared to the official, and I'm like, man, that just looks so much nicer, right? But yeah. like Christian had like got. I don't know if he got all of them or if he got most of them. He only got a few. I think he just got two. I think he gave up by the second one. It was two or three. The third one. Two or three. But yeah, he just like absolutely hated him. And then I think he got the one of the official ones and was like, oh, like I actually like this this better. He liked that. Um, 
Yeah, but I, I'm sure part of that is just a sense. And that meets his taste. Right. Yeah, right. that's not a surprise at all. I knew when I got them, I was like, oh, yeah, Christian's going to hate this. We have another friend of ours, Jeremy. And Jeremy was like, hey, like he really wanted a train bot set. And he's like, you know, I was like, dude, just stay away from the set. They're not going to like it. I mean, and I just recently transformed them all. I enjoy them. But there's definitely some clearance issues. Mm-hmm. But, like, the transformation from a high high level or whatever isn't bad at all. Like, I find it pretty intuitive. But then it's just like, come on, get around there, you know, slip in or whatever. Line up, you panel. You know, like, you start fighting some of that. The overall moves aren't bad at all, like, in my opinion. It's just, you know, fit and finish sometimes. Right. You know, it doesn't surprise me that Christian balked on them. I could tell pretty quickly that was going to happen. <laughs> I think if people don't have, like Matt, he and I have the same aversion. It's yeah. just when it gets to a certain level of complexity of transformation, it isn't fun anymore for us. And you know that's the difference between us and Rob. Rob likes to be frustrated by his toys, apparently. And They're not frustrating. I, like I find difference. it enjoyable. But I think it's a difference, though. Like you were saying, Rob. Like where. You know, some of the Takara stuff, like, I mean, it's still go back to, like, Masterpiece Megatron, where it's just so satisfying, some of the things that they do, like, when you figure it out. But then there's other, there's certain third-party, you know, figures that you get, and you're just like, God, this is, like, who's the designer on this? This is crap, you know, kind of thing, where you're, like, some of the clearance issues and tolerance issues and, and things like that, uh, you know, that you yeah, have, I- so... And- for what it's worth, like most of the stuff in my masterpiece collection, I enjoy. There are definitely some that I don't, and it's just like I, you're the best option out there to fill out the line, you know, to to hold the character spot. But I'm not averse to replacing you, you know. And there's other stuff that's like, no, this is awesome. I love it. I'm good for life. Um, ultimately, like I would want, I think masterpiece, but the ability to slot in other lines if I don't have any representation of that character, you know, like I'm. This is still my favorite thing Hasbro's ever done, uh, or especially in a long time, is the Jahaxis. You know, a real comic book-based Jahaxis. Like, there's nothing else that could fit that role. Now, if a Masterpiece version did come out, maybe I wouldn't feel I needed this anymore. Um, right. But, you know, I would, I would want that still in there. And I, even with my Masterpiece stuff now, like, I have a few Chug things thrown in there, be it third-party Chug or uh, either's even, I think, Double Dealer is is over in there right now in the Master Force area, just because there's very little Master Force masterpiece but fans hobby's doing a few is doing some more of that stuff so that'll probably get replaced at some point but yeah, yeah. that's the thing that's tough is like i don't think that there's any one line that could really satisfy you ultimately or you know satisfy a collector i, I know for me you not know, anyone like, yeah i'm you know i'm collecting pretty much mainline the reason that i'm doing that is is just that if you want everything in the same scale, like you're just not going to get the representation, uh, you know, across the board like you will with mainline. But then you sit there and you look at the way that a legends, you know, the legend seekers or the um, just whatever it may be. Uh, some of those characters were like, man, they just did this better. And, and I think that's mm-hmm. even true of some of the masterpiece, some of the legends, like you look at it and, and they've did it better than the masterpiece. Like, man, I wish I could like, could they take that and scale it up to masterpiece level, you know, on some of those, but then it's like, oh, I don't want to have all that. So I feel like Anna and Catherine probably have the right idea where they just don't, you know, pick a line. They just buy what they want. And, you know, be that's what everyone should do. Right. Well, the problem Keep- is when you don't have a line, 
is sometimes you get something that like feels good in one way but feels awful in another way like that's how I feel about a lot of my masterpiece stuff like I never want to transform quite a few masterpiece figures again but geez having them on the shelf in bot mode looking cool and getting to play with them as action figures is nice like I feel that way about both Sunstreaker and Hound they're both on my shelf they both look so good they're fun to play with as robots they can make them do things I really don't have any desire to transform either of those toys again, ever, because I it took a long time. Annoying. Yeah. I love Sunstreaker's transformation. I got one of the repaints a couple years ago and got to experience it again, and I was just still blown away by it. And Hound, I really loved it the one or two times I transformed it, and now I'm worried about breaking it because that figure is notorious for it, and yeah, that makes me that sad. So it just sits there. I actually looked at the knockoffs of that just so I could have something I could fiddle with, but apparently they're literally the same quality. And so I was like, well, that's not any better. Yeah, it would just let you give some, it would give you something that you could break and you'd yeah. only feel bad for $60 instead of 100 and whatever. Whatever it was, yeah. I'd still feel bad breaking $60. I, I use Hasbro as my nice like baseline to just kind of generally cover as many of the characters as i can and then i go to third party for what they're never gonna do i think what they're never gonna do is extremely small i think there's very little that is off the table anymore i think they have i mean they've shocked me for 15 years I'm, i mean like i always think back to straxus you know, like the, that that got made i thought that was really cool you know and, and surprising for them but these days there's I feel nothing's off limits except for like, you know, the DJD member that turns into an electric chair. That one they might not do, but <laughs> everything else I think has a good chance of that. I don't think it's out of reach. If they mark it as an upside down submarine mode, maybe. <laughs> it's That's a right. lawn chair. You could just pull down yeah. the electric parts. It's just a normal right. happy lawn chair. But thanks to third party, hat. I have. Thanks to third party, I have fun things like my Kang toys. Lovely take on the take on the Predacons. Um, the little Iron Factory's little samurais are adorable. Like a little samurai uh, shattered glass Leo convoy, so cute. That's a. I wasn't thinking of it that way, but yeah, you're right. Like highly like aesthetic, different takes on it. Hasbro's not going to do. Mm -hmm. You know, that's right. definitely true. And both those figures that Catherine just mentioned or both those lines that Catherine just mentioned, neither of those fall into any of the lines, right? Like if you were to oh. say MP with a few extra things, okay, those don't count because they they look nothing like the Predacons, but kind of do. And then look nothing like random characters, but kind of do. So they don't really fall into that line. So if you're drawing those lines, like we are supposed to be discussing, you do leave out some cool, interesting novelty stuff. Like that monkey king behind Catherine there. I know she loves that thing. Love that thing. But it's so fun. What line allows you to collect that? My line, I am is a one per character. That's the only monkey king allowed in my collection. No more monkey kings. <laughs> Anna tried to do that for a while. Uh, I she did. fell off the wagon a I little bit. Out. I just decided to collect every RC and motion bubble bees. And Remember when collect every RC? Thing. 
used to be like two figures, maybe <laughs> one. I decided to. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a bunch of poop at TFCon probably. I'm gonna hunt down the the bad RCs that people are selling for a nickel because there's like a dozen bad RCs. Who are the bad RCs? Zeta. Uh, Catherine hates that Spider RC. It wasn't fun. I didn't enjoy it. Perfect Effect has no fun toys. Well, the little (laughs) toys were okay, but for the most part, they were always... Perfect Effect. that that is true. The Perfect Effect and the Eye Gear, those are both... Perfect Effect and the Spider RC. Oh, no. I'm thinking about the bike. one that they did with. Yeah, you're thinking about the Spider Bike, which I have. Yeah. That one's okay. I meant the bot combo. No, she's talking the Beast Wars one. The oh, actual okay. Beast oh, Wars yeah. Transmetal Black Racking Every color. Yeah. Oh, do you have so what about you? the Fallen RC? No, just going to be G1. We're not going to go. Oh, okay. No, no mutilated bike people. None what of about that. you, Catherine? How about me what? Favorite what would RC? your one line be? No, oh, my one line? line? Your one definition, well, your one category, your one something. Well, it would end up being like uh, uh, like an oddity. Like my favorite thing are my cassetticons, but that's not really a line. You can so, only collect cassettes. Still not a line, though. Well, it can be but whatever you want. Your line can be your line. Well, yeah, in that case, it's just my cassetticons. Everything else can burn. But for, for a line, Siege gave us everything. Siege gave us the redo of everybody we ever wanted for all, like, uh, like from our childhood to present. I'd have to go Siege. When you say your Cassetticons, I think that's interesting. Like, does that include, like, G1 and Modern and Third Party and Masterpiece? Like, just all the Cassetticons and the third party ones that scale with it. Got it. So, like, KFC... Not the but you're also in the Doctor Wu combiners because mm-hmm. they scale. They're they kind I mean, of would... scale. They're smaller. Um, like you, Catherine, I like toys that transform into basic shapes and beast box. Um, and I love cassettes too. I think that would be really fun to just like have any of the cassettes from any line. You know, main line, any type, G1. You know, hell, throw in the WFC. Um, Fall of Cybertron, War of Cybertron, the circle discs is too. Why not? You know, um, that could be that would be a really fun collection. I think very tiny collection. They space efficient. <laughs> very space efficient. You can stack them. You put them in a drawer. So <laughs> a basic shapes collection would be cassettes, Beast Box, and Rock Lords. With what Soundwave and Blaster ruling them all? <laughs> They're not cassettes. They're not allowed. They're not allowed. <laughs> oh, they do turn into rectangles. They do turn yeah. into rectangles. You got me. They are basic shapes, so they can come too. It turns out. Do you also throw in those um, cheap, uh, like number transformers that you see on Sir Toys and whatnot? I got one of those recently. One of the combiners. Oh, it is so ridiculous. I love it so much. Not a basic shape though. Basic letters. Put it on the side. So. Osmos, David, I guess, whatever, is saying that Hasbro is going to be making legacy animated toys. Have they announced that yet, or is that just in a leak right now? 
people think that that prowl is going to be animated prowl people are pretty it, it's all just rumors right now right like there's been no i don't think there's been a single like confirmed this is an animated person people were pretty sure well, that they, they also there was a rumor that the studio series was going to get into war for cybertron uh as well like those video games so like mm-hmm. i think it's kind of interesting like all the different spots that hasbro it's like they're kind of dabbling all over the place with with a lot of these like with their new line like if you consider siege or like whatever this new universe is <laughs> that you're kind of hitting you know almost everything if you're you know just dabbling you're not going to hit it all but some of the highlights you know, animated i think is interesting because i mean i'm sure there's others out there but i think it's one of the few that animated i think really stands out as its own thing and is really isolated like beast wars has homages in a bunch of lines you know robots in disguise has you know, the original robots in disguise has you know a couple of homages here and there um what else you know, like Armada, you know, the Unicron trilogy is starting to get some homages here and there. Um, so on and so forth. Whereas, like, Animated had such a unique aesthetic that it's just animated. And, like, with my one line, I kind of want to bring my Animated collection with me just because there is no other replacement for that. Animated is animated, and that's it. And I think if they put it in Legacy, it'll be that whatever weird aesthetic. So then your only one line is what is animated then? Because it can't uh, be animated it's, it's be, plus it's this be. other line, then it's not one line. Right. Rob's line would is be obviously whatever Rob wants. That's my line. Now, it would be <laughs> Masterpiece. Um, I would really miss G1, and I would miss my animated collection a lot. I would have to take, like, some of my favorites out of each, right, and, and keep them and smuggle them yeah. with me on the boat to the island that I'm living on for the rest of my life or whatever. Well, Transformers Prime is kind of similar to animated as well, where it's, yeah. like it's its own thing it's like you know both of them are really good shows they're an interesting take on it and there's nothing else like it i feel like prime got a little bit like i feel like that aesthetic is kind of there in the robots in disguise that came after it you know like like a little bit you know i know those toys are really dumbed down but kind of i mean the show did feed into cyberverse um, if they made the deluxes like in Cyberverse, they would have come out as being close enough to Prime. Yeah. They could hang out together and have lunch. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely pretty distinct at the same time. One thing that is that I actually enjoy about being a masterpiece collector is I stress out about it a lot less. It doesn't mean I never do, uh, because sometimes fans' toys pre-order sell out in two seconds. And sometimes they don't. Sometimes they sit there and the toy ends up going on clearance. Like some of the minibots did that, you know? Like it's all over the map, but it's just a lot easier. <laughs> like, I mean, I get, it's a lot less to deal with. It's, you know, it's a few big releases, you know, even with the third party stuff. And sometimes it all hits at once. And it's really, it's like, oh, I mean, I budget my stuff. So it's like, I know the budget's there and it's okay. Like I've already set that money aside, but it all comes in at once sometimes, like combiners from different stuff or whatever. Um, Has- I mean, Hasbro has big days too. They just have they have a lot of them lately. I feel, um, yeah. but it's I feel it's a lot easier to collect masterpiece, and it's for me, you know, it's a quality over quantity type of thing because I like I like the presentation and I like the more intricate transformation to to a point. To well, a point, some are just bad. But. Well, that's why I wonder if you're a masterpiece collector these days. If you've caught up with everything, you know, it's almost a little bit boring. I 
I could say like it's probably good in one respect. Like I feel like that a lot of the mainline, there's so much stuff coming out that it's almost hard to keep up. Whereas Masterpiece, it's almost the exact opposite, you know, where you're like, oh, you know, you're twiddling your thumbs and you're like, oh, but I guess my I got my one character every three months or, you know, six months or whatever it may be. Well, like, if you get third you party, party, it's nowhere near that sparse. Um, you know, if you mix in third party, and almost every Masterpiece collector does. Um, but Is it, I enjoy the slower pace. Those, is that stuff coming out like because i feel like we get a lot of stuff announced but i'm just trying to think of <laughs> keith you know, freaking yeah, keith. has announced like 44 figures like like seriously and it's insane and he's like i'm gonna have them all done by the end of 2022 and, you know he said that like at the top of 2021 or something and it's like no you're not and he hasn't you know because that was unreasonable um the rest of the companies aren't near as bad as keith is um but no i mean that's i mean i still get you know one to four figures a month at least you know but i also still i augment with some other stuff too you know like i'll get like an amazon exclusive here and there you know that type of stuff you know some of that stuff comes in yeah we getting another visitor yeah i guess guess, uh phil has to come in here and speak some truth no i just i wanted to join you guys and unfortunately you know had a little bit take care of first and that's been taken care of to the point where i can come down and uh, say hello and um good i don't know i feel like studio series right now is the way to go yeah. Over i'm a big 86 movie guy and and i like the bumblebee movie toys and i like if they're gonna do the war for cybertron video game that's a freaking awesome game so i feel like studio series is more flawed than legacy because it's trying to be accurate to something like all the toys just feel a little bit worse i shouldn't say all there are some really amazing toys in studio series like grimlock is really good um sludge is awesome what is what figures are are bad like due to their not bad they just have weird flaws that bug me blur's face bothers me a bit cup's face bothers me a bit Yep, yep. Um, Studio series, yeah. Ditto, ditto. I, I forget but I'd about say, Blur. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was you one of the first ones. You want to forget about Blur. Your comment, Anna, about it seems like it's just, it's it's worse in a way. I feel that way about Legacy, because any, time, any character they've redone in there, I think, is worse than the original. <laughs> like, here's Laser Prime or whatever. It's like, original's better. You know, here's Prime RC. Original's better. Both of the, the original ones are better. Um, no, I agree with that. Actually, like I think the redesigns are a little bit worse in a way, and it, but those are comparing them to like the really good figures, right? Like, like Road Rocket got an improvement by getting a new toy at all, and no longer <laughs> being a relatively simple G two figure, right? Like that was a step up. That Laser Prime was one of the best toys. In that era of Transformers, that RC, the Prime RC, eh, it really wasn't one of the best Prime toys, but... Uh, See, Osmosis is asking know. about the movie stuff, the, the Baver stuff, and, you know, if, if you choose Studio Series, that covers that. All right, sure. I was going to say, Studio Series kind of covers quite a bit um, between the Studio Mine Series covering everything. And, and Bay movies, so... Yeah. 
mean to be wrong to choose to do series for that reason, but you know, you, you're allowed to be wrong. But I, like those studio series, like Bayverse figures, are probably the best ones we've gotten. I don't know. Like I haven't gotten any movie masterpiece. I know that it seems like that's kind of been somewhat hit or miss. Like some of the toys have been really good, and some have been kind of like, eh, not that great, but. I wanted to say something in response to something that um, that Rob said a little bit ago about the stress of some types of collecting. You know, like trying to trying to get on on a pre order or trying to trying to get that gosh darn Cosmos everyone will shut up about that kind of stuff. I feel like being an Omni collector, just collecting everything that's interesting, really takes out a lot of the stress of that. Like, when I miss something, it's like, oh, well, I have so many other things I can look at, and I can just go buy this other interesting and weird fun thing and forget about Cosmos because I don't care that much. I was never going to get him in the first place, but I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't be feeling stressed about the fact that he's hard to find right now because I would just go play with other toys and hunt down third-party things and look at Action Master listings on eBay because why not? Because I collect a little bit of everything. It's fun. And I don't have to worry as much about missing something. Because there's plenty else. Guys, All I'm not... hearing right now, Anna, is just going, is you just going, Ooh, look at me. I have more <laughs> issues than the rest of you. I, I collect uh, NECA Ninja Turtle stuff. And that cartoon line stresses me out. And honestly, Phil's been a big help to me being able to keep on top of it. Because he's like... Yo, target links up. Like, you know, but I don't like that. <laughs> I'm old and I don't I don't want to do that anymore. Super seven have issues, but at least Super Sevens are really easy to pre-order. Um NECA stuff when they do the open pre-order windows, NECA's great. Everything else though is kind of a clamor and it just it stresses me out and I hate it. It's gotten better. It's gotten better. I'm in the Anna camp with uh, no, it doesn't have to be stressful. You don't if you don't get everything, just know what you're going to pre-order in advance. Keep it simple. You don't need the whole line. Just get your one or two figures and be done. I feel whenever Hasbro does like one of their big pulse days or whatever and like 20 pre-orders go up, I feel like everyone stresses out no matter what. Because it's like so hard to keep track of what all they've announced and what all they've even put up. You well, know, it's one of so those like, things where you like click pre-order on all this stuff and then you're like, oh, God, what have I done? I like, you know, <laughs> just spend an entire paycheck on, you know, pre-ordering. To I mean, you don't pay yeah. for it up front, but still, it's, yeah. I don't know. You know, there'll be a month where you won't eat at some point in the future. Right. <laughs> you need to lose weight anyways, right? Ramen. Ramen. Fine. Um. You know, I don't know, going back to the beginning of the show, you know, I feel like Transformers animated is the answer, like, to all this, because <laughs> they're unique versions. I don't think, I think all of us agree that it's a great toy line, right? Like, there's no yeah. issues with it. All the toys, the vast majority of them are really good, especially for the, for the time or whatever. Um, and they're honestly not that hard to track down. Like, they're... I don't really. know, I'm trying to think if there's like any one figure like the tail end stuff. Couple. Like if you want like maybe Bumblebee, bump dive Bumblebee, whatever that is, and then like that Prime that has like a hammer and some wings or something. Uh, Lugnut, yeah. uh, or not Lugnut? Sorry. Oh wait, is it? No, not Lugnut. What is it? Blackout. 
Blackout. Blackout, super oh, expensive yeah. these days. Yeah. Like, I, I managed to get one retail really luckily. I got it online, but no, it's insane now. So, like, but Blackout also wasn't a big person in the cartoon, you know? No. So that, that telling stuff is hard. I don't know what the BotCon toys are. Those might be difficult. I don't know. Or they might be something. Those are very difficult, too. Yeah, if you really want to go completionist with animated, if you didn't just want the main cast. If you want the main cast, you can get that pretty easy. And you can get a lot past that, too, easily. Like there's yeah. a lot of background characters that, right. you know, Derek threw in that uh, real easy to... A lot of those have toys out there, too. Yeah. It's a great line. But... Yeah, definitely would give you a lot of fun to just have an animated collection. I can't disagree with that. I mean, animated and prime were sort of studio series before studio series. Yeah. Because they were spitting image of what was on the screen. And and with prime, I'm sorry, with animated especially, that, that's an amazing feat because this was not some... 3D animation thing where they can just make the toys off the models or vice versa. Um, you know, this was this is a very hyper stylized 2D animation style that they turned into amazing 3D toys. I mean, Blur, animated Blur is just a fantastic, fantastic toy of like how sleek and, and smooth Vakari turns into and just this like tall, lanky robot that is, you know, got a ton of personality and a ton of character. Um, Tall and lanky and, until he gets put into a cube, but you know. Well, you know, yeah. I guess the spark he is gets still better. working, so he wasn't quite dead. He gets better if you get that botcon book or whatever it was. Yeah. What's your one line, Phil? I told you, Studio Series. So it is okay. I didn't know if you were like making general recommendations or if you're like, that's my line. Oh, Lucas is the only one left. Yeah, as a guy who really? came up with the topic, we don't I, want to talk. I don't know what. What would be the line that I would collect if I could? He said mainline earlier. One, yeah, like, I, mean, right, like, I was gonna say, like, you. look, yeah, he said if you look, if you look behind me over here, what, what one line is? Do you see all? Who, who, what if you had to get a subline, like, because you can say generations, which you know that goes back to two thousand seven, well, and you can go like, hog wild. I, you know, I've been having this debate like with Christian and Anna on that like just trying to figure this out as we continue the legacy line and they keep going all these different directions it's like do i want to try to whittle that down or you know do i want to keep it as more g1 or do i you know want to get some of the other like you know stuff that's uh coming out and so that's that's the thing that's like really hard uh with that or just like all the weird repaints they're doing and, and, and things like that too. And then also, you know, collecting generations and chug, like, do you keep like, as they update these, do you keep that stuff or do you sell it, you know, for pennies on the dollar too? Like that's, don't that's buy transformers thing. trying to get your money back out of it later. <laughs> as soon as you buy it, right. the money's on fire and you're getting the experience of playing with it. And at the end, at the tail end of it, if you're done with it and you want to get rid of it, cool. And if you get a couple bucks for it, cool. You know, I'm just, just put it right back into toys. it. Selling is a lot of work. Very stressful. I've started just, there's a, I don't know about you guys, but like vintage toy shops are popping up in my area more and more yeah, often. Yeah. Um, and so like now there's somebody that's like 15 minutes away and I just take boxes of toys to him. Some of the pricier stuff I'll list on eBay myself. But even some of that, sometimes I'm like, I just don't want to fuck with this here. You know? And that's and why Nick wasn't allowed to be in this episode. 
I mean, if Nick was close by, he would be my dude for all of it. Like, I don't have to ship anything here. And he's seen how my shipping worked last time because I just didn't give him, give a fuck. It was really bad, but it was funny, but it was bad. Nick's like, how could you? The poor toys. What if that's your line? Pick a collector and it's whatever they're getting rid of, whatever they're tired of. Right. That's how I started. That's how I got bad. Didn't you like, don't you have like half of Lucas's toys or something? Yeah, I was thinking Lucas's well, seconds. Although what's funny is, is Anna was selling a bunch of the crap that she bought for me, like at, at TF Expo. So then. Anna yeah, I graduated. Stuff, like, it's like all these things that I bought from someone else. I graduated then I sold to Anna, leftovers. Who then she then sold to someone else. It's like, you know, five times down the line of. I still have a few of the things I bought from you, like the Transformer stuff. I still got the Planet X stuff. But... Anna's got a sign by her table, like only one owner, little old lady, just drove it to and from the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> She's well, like Transformer twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, don't only, only, exactly. Open box to inspect. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the figures all like totally loose and falling apart. Non-smoking pet free. There was someone on, on Facebook in a Facebook group the other day that was selling some of the recent Wrecker toys and Red Cog from Target. And it was just like, oh, you, you just rented these toys for a month. Yeah, like I was saying that earlier. They were not, they were not, uh, you know, in box still. This was someone yeah. who took them out, transformed them, and is now like, I need money, and yeah, here we go. It's those people who were really hunting. They were like, they just jumped in heavy into mainline recently and got everything, and then realized there was other stuff. And those people are really amazing right now. I think the internet makes it easy to go in hard and bounce off hard. Overdose. Onto, onto new easy. things. Yeah. Easy to overdose on toy addiction. Yeah. Six months later, you're like, why did I do this? Because, you know, you didn't balance why? yourself out. And you're just like, out. I can't handle this. I don't know what I'm doing. And we call it surging it. <laughs> Although... You know, there's so many cast members and and whatever who have all kind of went through that cycle. Like, so I think you know when Sean was on the show before, like we'd always give him crap about doing that, and then I did it. He cycles. And, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. He he used to cycle a lot, and he's been a lot better the last couple of years. But because he's not on the show anymore, I mean, right. he's still on the show, but he just doesn't participate. Right, welcome, right. Of course, that's but... that's probably part of it. Is is you know, being on the show talking about this stuff because it's like you now you're talking about Transformers animated or whatever. I'm like, ooh. So. It's a good, this is a good, good exercise. This is a good exercise for me. Just thinking about like where would I draw my line because it's making me realize the things I would like never ever want to part with. Right. And it's making me realize that, you know, it, it is literally, like I said at the beginning of the show, it's literally the same as one of the things I would never part with, not like, you know, mainline cassettes or anything else in my collection. It's the weird, silly stuff. 
or or rock lords. I know that we have like the two super rock lords. Yeah, I can't give up a rock lord. I I would never. I will not reduce the number of rock lords in my life. Only only up from here. MP rock lords. What's interesting, Anna, is I feel I feel like for myself when I boil it down, the weird, interesting stuff from G one are kind of the things I like the most and like the updated versions of now, like the Terracons and the Seacons. It's like, it's a two-headed yellow dragon robot that turns into a robot and forms the leg of a giant guy. And, like, it's not quite as weird as your, like, egg dinosaur chibi kind of thing, but it's it's bizarre. And it's like, even with, like, G.I. Joe, it's like, oh, yeah, once they started turning, like, fluorescent pink, like, yeah, count, count me in, sign me up, like, let me buy all of them. So, so it is like the weirder kind of tail end for some of the Transformer stuff that gets me like, like the pretenders, you know, so many of those pretenders are just like, he's a walrus man with a car robot inside of him. And it's like, yeah, yeah where sign me up. Give me another one of those. Yeah. I agree. I like the, the Seacons, right? Like I decided I didn't need, I, I picked up a few of the Seacons. I decided I no longer needed the Seacons. But I'm not getting rid of the lobster because it's a lobster transformer, and I love it for being a lobster transformer. Lob claws forever. The other ones could leave. That was fine because they were just toys. But he was a lobster weirdo. Weirdo, not a rock lobster. Even if they're from Hasbro, not, not yet. A lobster. Rock lobster. I, I learned where my true line was a couple of years ago when I had to evacuate because of fires in the area, and I had enough time to actually like decide what bots am i taking with me and boy those cassetticons were the first tiny things in the box because they took up no space at all them and megatronia you didn't have to worry about breaking them no everything was fine yep. i had to- i had enough time that i could patiently transform you know it's got it yeah the fire's still three houses down <laughs> <laughs> It was like three neighborhoods away. It was fine. Plenty of time. But yeah, I think that that's uh, a lot of it too is is like what makes your collection unique? Because obviously if you have the same stuff as everybody else, like it's like, oh, you know, what's the point? But if you have some of those odd ducks, you know, that's what defines your collection no matter what. I agree. Bedford's uh, post in the chat is is amusing. You want to share with the class? She loves lobster transformers. What a shellfish individual. I am a big fan of puns. I appreciate that. So so quick quick gripe. When someone says I'm allergic to shellfish, it's like, no, you're allergic to crustaceans. It's not shelf, it's crustaceans. You're allergic to crustaceans. Get your phylum right. <laughs> that was really out of left field. Thanks. Yeah, I don't know. I like and I don't even know if I'm... Yeah. You make me sound on topic. <laughs> started talking about lobsters and there was a shellfish pun, so I just... Yeah. So, somehow, so... I, I don't know the you know luckily that we can get right back on topic with that right so um I'm 
Is there a topic left? We got, yeah, I was gonna say we may <laughs> maybe running. Uh... What what would um what would make you change your decision tonight? Infinity, infinite space, and money. No, no, I'm I'm not saying like all right, not saying from a space perspective, but is there is there something so like for me, Studio Series line didn't exist a few years ago. So I probably would have said either MP or mainline, you know, is, is there something that hasn't come out yet or, or, you know, if they, if they did something, what would make you change either to, to another category that's already out there or a line that would be somewhat improved or different than what we have today. A legends Me- you go, no, you go. A legends Megatronia. And I apologize. Who's Megatronia again? Uh, mm-hmm. The Unite Warriors repaint or Takara repaint of Victorian. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Like yes, what? Yes, yes. Like a whole team of like matching goth girls. It's great. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember. Yeah, the the black with the the neon like blue and yellow and pinks and yeah. No, that's okay, the reset. Yeah. For me, if you get the translated party. version of their comic, they're even better. If third party stopped making or. If you went back in time and took away third party from the masterpiece stuff, like if third party never, you know, augmented the line, masterpiece would be a lot more boring. That would yeah, get it for me. A, but at this point, it's all already out. I already have it. So that that's why I kind of feel like if Takara had made more masterpiece, you know, like I I think that I may have stuck with that. Like, but I don't know. There's too many holes and you know too many frustrating figures where you're like like i hate having a um a lot like you know a filler toy kind of thing that is like well i don't really like this toy but this is the only you know whatever blur or something or the you know the only proper blur to to get in there or something like that so like at least I i feel better like if it's a 20 dollar toy versus a you know, hundred and twenty dollar toy that I don't really like anymore, you know? But I feel like for the most part though, I've been pretty happy like most of the Takara masterpiece figures are always usually pretty good. Like with the, like a couple of hounds and something, but Hounds transformation is awesome. IMO. I love it. Right. IMO. You just worry a little bit about I'm just worried about breaking it, yeah. Yeah. And then it that, won't, can't stand I, in robot mode. That's all I want is I want to stand in robot mode ultimately. And I guess the that's RC the only reason. No, the RC is a mess, but the KO fixed it by making it worse to transform. <laughs> I mean, as, as fun as the MP line is, and as great as those toys look, you know, I, I feel like you can't have a good. MP collection without having third third party toys in there, so I feel like that's the biggest. Yeah, it's a rock set earlier. Yeah, so it's you have to accent it. Yeah, and then if you say, "All right, I'm going to collect third party," well, then you kind of start getting you got some amazing toys, but the price tag starts getting crazier and crazier, and then it's like, "Oh, this was a cool toy," and, and three years later they do a better one. You're like. Oh, I spent a lot of money on that, you know, that previous scourge, and now they're going to do another scourge. And uh, if you're happy with what you got, keep it. If you want to upgrade, enjoy the upgrade. And so you've already spent the money, and you enjoyed your time with it. Just got to roll with it. Mainline does the same thing, just at 
a lesser skill. Yeah, and but to Lucas's point, it's an easier pill to swallow when it's the main yeah. line price point. Yeah. It's like when Legends started a few years ago, a bunch of people tried to say like they were only going to collect New Age, or they were only going to collect mm-hmm. Iron Factory, or they were only going to collect Magic Square. And no matter what, which of those you chose, you would be dissatisfied because something is missing. For instance, MFT, that former KO company that still makes KO sometimes, has made the triple changers. And they're a little bigger, but they look great with your Legends toys. Doesn't matter which direction you chose to go, those guys are going to be tempting you. So drawing that line is just, it's really hard to draw that single line and say, I'm just going to get, you know, this maker, this set. Your one line should be KOs. That, that's what I said. Yeah. Although I did say KOs and oddities. I, I don't want to give up my oddities. Well, because just getting over, KOs. oversized KOs alone add a lot. <laughs> I feel like a lot of what you like, Anna, is it's from a knockoff company, a traditional knockoff company, or they use that cheap, crappy knockoff plastic, but they're unique designs, right? Or they're original in some way. A lot of it is. It's just we lump like it with knockoffs because it's cheap plastic, you know? And some of it isn't cheap plastic, like that bust I mentioned earlier. Like that was made with like mainline Transformers plastic for some oddball reason. It's a really high quality giant bus transformer for someone. It, it was made for me, basically. Specifically. Like a Korean toy, because there's a lot of Korean transformer lines that have come out in the last I, decade. I don't know if I know if it was a Korean or Chinese toy line. I know it was a toy line. They made a lot of different buses. They made a double decker, mm-hmm. a school bus, a regular city bus. I think there's a prison bus. They're great. They're all the same. The school bus is the bad guy. The school bus looks evil. It has like an evil monster wolf face. I think it is a bad guy. It's very. They protective. go to village school. It's very protective of its charges. We'll, well say I... Studio Series does have some duds as much as I enjoy the line. Well, luckily the masterpiece scale um, wheelie is fantastic, though. So, cool. The later cool versions are fine. <laughs> the later versions of Ollie are fine. The core class, I think, is full of figures with really poop-based alt modes. <laughs> like, I just don't have the so... budget to put joints in it and to hide things more. Because, like, the, the robot modes in all the core class that I have so far have been fun. But the alt modes, I mean, gosh, the the first thing that happened was that first studio series um, core class of freaking Spike Daniel, whatever he is, exosuit, trash baby. Oh, I hate that thing so much. It's, like, the most buyer's remorse I've had in years over an $11 figure because I just dislike it so strongly. It really has a bad alt mode. I like mine because Paul gave it to me as a gift when he came to visit like a month ago. Him and Grant came down. That's why I like mine. Damage box? (laughs) Was after I got done with it. (laughs) Sorry for the core class rant. 
Paul said our, our topic has become way too pro third party for his liking. I, know, I was, <laughs> was going to add him into the show to see if he wants to join and give me his thoughts on which one, you know, of course, I don't know. Is that kind of the genesis of his like character collecting that he's like, Oh, I'm going to limit it to a certain character and like just the main ones. And, you know, I think collect, so. like, yeah. 200 versions of star. Yeah. But then he also said, I'm going to limit it to just the main, the, this main two dozen characters. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, sometimes, Sometimes I feel like a lot of y'all end up going really like pro Hasbro and really like loyal to Hasbro. So I was really glad to have a cast of me, Catherine, and Rob tonight. Because it's like none of us care about that Hasbro line. It's like if third party is better, we get it. Because these are companies, for profit companies. They yeah, don't right. Care about loyalty. It's a... that's my thing too. It's consumer I can't products. See. They can be loyal to people, but corporations, not really. Yeah. I'm not choosing the Hasbro line because I'm loyal to Hasbro. I mean, I, no, I shouldn't have long... included you. I yeah. didn't mean to include you in that, Phil. You yeah. were to the original cast. You got added later. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, like, the Studio Series line, for, for as, as old as it is, the number of toys they've put out, the quality of the toys they put out, the price point of the toys they put out, it's a substantially solid line. My whole argument was Paul is wrong. That was it, Phil. I mean, you can you can do that. You agree with that? <laughs> yeah. Well, on the note that Paul said corporations are people too, should we start winding down? There you go. What was that, Catherine? Oh, as much as I love my third party toys and I have and I plan to buy many, many more at the end of the day, Hasbro is what I'm reaching for to just idly fidget with at the desk, because if I break that thing, it's easily easy to replace. Fidget toy. This is my fidget toy. I'm just I'm as weird as I act like I am. <laughs> You're not likely to slice open your finger fiddling around with a Hasbro toy. Third party KO is just like, oh, that plastic just shattered and it, it's it's sinking deeper into my flesh. Somehow that's never happened to me. Hmm. Wonder why. Well, um, I guess you know, thank you guys for joining me tonight and for discussing this topic. I think next week we're gonna have some more Hasbro announcements, right? I think. Isn't is PulseCon Probably. next week? No, I think it's the the last weekend of September slash first weekend of October. Okay. Oh boy. I think we have like one more episode where we have to figure out a topic before we like can just like discuss Hasbro, you know, reveal reactions. Coast on Hasbro reveals and talking about TFCon. Yeah, we can do the we can do the what do we think they're gonna reveal episode and talk (laughs) about the rumors. Um. So that's that's shooting ducks in a barrel. Well, I would nice say topic. the Hasbro stuff, like they've already like, I think a ton of the crap has already leaked. Like they've leaked like the next year or something like that. So they're not even going to reveal that much stuff. Yeah. I recommend it for next week's topic, everyone talks about their favorite transforming baby carriage. 
Or just favorite third party in general. I like the Oddities show we did a long time ago. That was really fun. More Oddities shows. We did an Ouch My Oddities. It was fun. I thought the Oddities show was just like us as the cast. (laughs) Tee hee. It's like, what's my favorite oddity in my collection? So... What is something? See that from Rob, like see what. What, see what, what is an oddity in your collection, Lucas? Do oddities? Um, I don't know. I have some third party, but yeah, there's nothing truly. <laughs> like, there's some vintage stuff, I guess, that might be rare. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have any transforming baby carriages, though. If, if that's the question. Maybe my biggest oddity. I think that's a good oddity. Yeah, solid. I don't have... Turns into a giant phoenix. Obscurios are fun. I love Obscurios. Well, thank you guys for joining me tonight. And thank you to everyone in the chat. We had a pretty good discussion in the chat here. So uh, thanks to Zaldron and Ron. And thanks to Osmos Darkhill David. Uh, thinking, you know, relatively new. Uh, thanks to Jose Vidal. Thanks to who else we got? Bedford. Paul. Oh, and Bedford was in there too. So, yep. Well, um, thank you guys. I don't know, Anna. We figured out what we're doing to microcasters this week. A toy. Yeah, probably mainline. Something. Some boring thing from mainline. We don't That's what we're do gonna that. do. We can go back to if you have some weird crap to show off. I can talk about this. I've, I've told her forty times. So you guys sure. can talk about Studio Series or see again, and I'll just talk about this. Oh, there, there you go. So yeah, I think I'll have that spider by then. We can just talk about the spider for four hours straight. I'm so excited for that thing. See, I said boring mainline, but then I started thinking about tarantulas. I changed my mind entirely. There you go. Have you not got your training shows yet? No. He's coming tomorrow. Oh. I'm excited. I think I got mine on. I waited yeah. for Pulse for mine. Amazon yeah, sent me my Wild Rider today. So that, that wave is hitting. Yep. So. But yeah. Um, I guess that's uh, pretty much it. So we already went over the book club um, earlier in the show. So. Visionaries, woo. Yeah, there you go. What the hell is wrong with you people? We don't have time for that. That's an an episode of its own. That's the past five years of shows. God dang. Chronological order, Phil. We addressed that earlier. Isn't there an important character death in the Visionaries book? Yes. We covered it in the last session. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of tftalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another... T-F-Y-L-P. Ha <laughs> ha!